This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. The five T's of discipleship, using your talents, gifts, and abilities. It cranks me up. She says, somehow, somehow I ended up doing the virtual lobby. I've known Courtney for her whole life, and... um, Somehow, I just knew to ask her to do it. Your so figure. <laughs> she uh, was good. I remember the day she was five years old, and we were in a prayer setting, and we were on our bellies, head to head. Aunt Carrie, I love Jesus. And I'm like, yes! Well, you can just see the passion. And it's just not Courtney, but it's all the youth in our church, the way that they live out their lives in a really tough environment these days and so we are just so proud of our youth amen then so good morning connection church here home wherever you might be welcome to week three of the five t's of discipleship discipleship you know the getting ever closer to christ you know uh, john wesley the founder method of talking about heading toward perfection not that we're perfect but perfected as to being ever closer to that person that God intended when God first thought of us. And so discipleship is ever getting closer to that person, ever closer to Christ. We talked first week about transformation through prayer, and then we talked about quality spiritual time together. Last weekend, we talked about tithing our treasure, and this morning, the fourth T is using our talents along with our gifts and our abilities. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, We want to also welcome the newest member of our church. Take a look at Carrie Alexander Smith III. He was born to Marisha. And Carrie, you might know Marisha. She's one of our our singers with that big, powerful voice. That's a lot and of name for a little guy, isn't I know, it? Man. I know. Yeah, we but cannot he'll wait grow into that name. To yeah. meet him. Yeah. We are, um, I want to lift up Carrie and the graduates and some others in prayer. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, we thank you this morning that we can come together as the body of Christ. We thank you for new life. We thank you for Carrie. We thank you for... Uh, the lives of our children and youth and and all of the ways that you have wired them. And we're going to be talking about that today. Lord, we come to you and we we lift Bob up for healing. We lift up so many who are grieving. We lift up um, those who just need your touch. God, thank you for your goodness and your mercy that follows us all the days of our lives. And we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody agreed and said, amen. Amen. So I'm going to start out today with a little bit of a confession. Um, And here it is. I've always been a little jealous. I know we're not supposed to be jealous, are we? But I've always been a little bit jealous of those people who are just very talented. You know what I'm talking about here? Those, the, the ones who seem to do things effortlessly with great ability, um, whether it's sports or music or acting or academics or public speaking or even preaching, you know? The ones when you say preach and you instantly think of that, you know, that go-to preach. You know, I've always been a little jealous. I, I have to admit, it's, I, that's not a good thing. But 
I haven't. I've always, in my mind, been okay, pretty good, maybe above average, but never that, you know, that. Are you catching on what I'm trying to say here? I understand, yeah. but yeah. I think you're top. Well, but, you know, <laughs> uh, but that, um, my, my point, though, thank you, but my point is, you know, I've always felt that way, but then back in 1987, now, Carrie was just a child. I was a child with a two-year-old Devin. But why were we together? Anyway, back in 87, we took this thing called Disciple Bible. We're teaching it now, but we took that way back in 87 in our home church. And in that class, we had this thing that I had never done before, I wasn't even aware of, called a spiritual gifts assessment. It's this inventory. You ask, answer a bunch of questions, and through your answers, it helps you realize what your spiritual gifts are, and, um, and uh, as a believer, and it was like, wow, wow, uh, this is a whole new world to me. I learned that I have these spiritual gifts, God's Holy Spirit, give me these gifts, and there were a, a several, but at the top of the list was faith. I wanted singing. I'm still waiting for singing. I, I'm not sure it's coming. You are hey, going Carl. on to perfection. Uh, Carl stands back here on the mute button when he's in the booth, just in case I ever start to sing. That's, uh, they usually have one person. That's their only job, to hit that mute button. So singing, I don't think... <laughs> he just muted you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm, don't worry. Today's not the day. <laughs> um, that's not, I don't think that's coming. But, so I get this faith gift, and I said to Carrie... So I got this faith gift. Wow, that's exciting. What do you do with that? Well, ever since that moment, <laughs> the Holy Spirit's been showing me <laughs> what you do with the faith gift over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alan, yeah. the faith gift. There We're looking at it. We're looking at it. Yeah. Be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I didn't ask for the gift, but show, show me how you use it, Lord. Okay, here you go, Alan. Yeah. So we all have gifts, but we want to talk for a moment about talents and abilities. We all, we all have them. For some, it might be to be witty, which I think that's another one of yours. For some, it's to make people laugh. Now, here's a true confession. When we were first dating, I was... I was just 15, and I just thought... She was he easily was, amused. He was so funny. What do you think the one thing that drives her crazy, the main thing about me that drives her crazy now? He's so Comes funny. Comes full circle, doesn't it? Yeah, there you yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people have a natural um, talent for singing, uh, and we saw that up here today. For others... It could be uh, playing football, like your grandson, Chris. Um, for some, it could be like, if you've watched America's Got Talent, there's some very interesting things, you know, maybe you can, I don't even know. You You're, make funny noises with your mouth or under your arm. Stop, see, this is not funny. <laughs> Wait a minute, Nate thought it was hilarious. Thank you, Nate. I knew Carrie wouldn't yeah, share that one. I, mean, I knew no, she wouldn't share that, funny. so I had to. So. Yeah, but here's the thing. We all have some kind of talent or ability to do something. Amen that. On the other hand, as I referred to earlier, spiritual gifts, gifts that the Holy Spirit they gives to believers when they come to Christ, when they become believers, they are promised this gift. We 
We read about that in, in, in Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth, 1 Corinthians, 12th chapter, and this is verses 4 through 11 from the New International Version. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And still to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. So the Holy Spirit distributes these gifts to believers as the Holy Spirit sees fit, as the Holy Spirit determines all different kinds of gifts, but one Holy Spirit distributing, coordinating, utilizing Gifts like wisdom and knowledge, it tells us healing and some others that we just read. And in other places in Scripture, I think there's a section in Romans and there are a couple, I think maybe Ephesians, a couple other sections. Paul, we read about other gifts like leadership, administration, faith, hospitality. The list goes on and on. And these gifts are given, again, by the Holy Spirit for the glory of God and for the edification or the building up or the um, uh, encouragement of those in the body of Christ. Every believer is promised at least one gift, and oftentimes uh, believers receive more than one gift, distributed for the common good. We believe that the Holy Spirit has given us here a connection, exactly the gifts that we need for what God is calling us to do here at Connection Church. In other words, we got what we need. We just need to utilize it. We just need to put it to action, you know? And, and here's the thing. When, when we work together, when we're using our gifts as God intends, wow, incredible, miraculous kingdom things take place. Amen? Amen. We see it all the time. See it all the time. So what's the difference between a talent or an ability and a spiritual gift? Good question. Because if we are born with a talent or ability, God gave us that too. So we are born with all these things, whether it's this genetic thing that we just have this you know, ability or that we work and, and make it better. But God has something to do with all that. So what's the difference between the talent and ability and a spiritual gift? They are different. The spiritual gift is this supernatural ability. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes when we say yes to Jesus at our conversion, at our salvation. And when that happens, we are each filled with the Holy Spirit and given a gift or two that is, it's like, it's, it's there and it gets, it's supernatural. We can't, it, it's amazing. It's beyond words is what I'm, it's hard. 
so, so here's an example. I'm going to pick on you, Mitchell. Mitchell has another one of our awesome youth, but he's not a youth anymore. He's an adult. But anyway, <laughs> um, he has a musical ability. You've all oh seen that, a music ability. And you practice. You work at it. But I'm going to take that to the next step because it's a spiritual gift of creative communication, the way he supernaturally is able to think through things, to put songs together, to figure out even composing and all that. You're good, but you're not that good. Okay? What I'm trying to say is you know that it's God that's working through you and that it's a spiritual gift. And you're using it to the glory. And that's the point that we've got to do. God gives us these gifts. And I could pick so many of you and just start calling you out. And I'm not going to call anybody else, else out today because it will, we'll be here all day because this is such an awesome place and you are such awesome people. And the spiritual gifts that I see in you guys and the way you use them, incredible. Like our salvation, we don't even deserve the gift or anything. It's just given to us for us to receive it. You know, it came to me as another example. As I, I, when I did that inventory, preaching was one of the, the gifts. I'm an introvert by nature. I really don't enjoy getting up in front of people. You know, in school, when I had to get up in front of an auditorium, it was, it was really not fun, you know? But when I get up on Sunday morning, it's, I don't even think about it because God's spirit has allowed me to do that. Other times, it's you are an introvert, it, that's for it's sure. Not my, it's not what I want to do, but on Sunday morning when that's what I'm called to do, and God empowers me to do that. So it's really cool. And with Mitchell, I remember when he, he came, we had this little thing called um, School for School for Praise. School of Rock or and, something and like that. My, our son Turner was... From had Stephanie, to, yeah, another yeah, Stephanie spiritual and gift person. And, 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 and he played like saxophone, but he, they put him on a drum set. What grade were you in? Sixth yeah, grade. sixth grade. I mean, in two weeks, he's playing a drum set. It's like, he, like I mean, it, it's a gift. It's an absolute gift. I mean, now he picks up an instrument. In two weeks, he, he knows how to play the thing. You know, it's just, it's a gift, and you can't explain it. You can't, it's beyond just, just not learning it. It's, it's God-given. It's, it's, it's cool to watch God in action, isn't it? When, when, and, and you've probably seen that in your life, but the gifts God's given you and how he Utilize and gives you those opportunities to use those gifts that are just, pew, you know, where are we here? Like the, okay, we talked about earlier, uh, faith, a faith gift. You know, we all have faith. If we're, you know, if you're in church, faith's part of the program, right? It's part of the deal, right? But the faith gift is like faith on steroids, you know? It's like you can't help yourself. It's like you just know things are going to somehow be okay, even though if they look Exactly the opposite of that and anything but okay. And everybody around you is going, no, no, yes, yes, yes. You just can't help it when that's your gift. And it's not something because I've done something. It's not because I asked. It's just that's, that's a gift. That's why it's called a gift. You know, you don't earn it. You don't deserve it. It's just a gift. So one of my main spiritual, one of my spiritual gifts is administration. I didn't ask for it, but as a believer, that's what the Holy Spirit gave me. I can't help it. I just like to... She now, can't help it. Everybody. Some people would say it's controlling. I say it's a spiritual gift called administration. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been like that my whole life, really. And maybe that's why I became a nurse because it's like you have to administrate, you have to order, and there's, there's a process and a procedure. 
And that really is very appealing to me. And initially, I didn't take it. Debbie, you're laughing. You can see it. Yeah. See, no, she gets to Debbie's live it. Debbie's our admin. She gets she, to live she it. She has to live with me. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I didn't take classes for it or at first read books, but now I do. And I've got bookshelves full, and it's so cool. Administration. If you're a believer, if you're a believer, if you say, I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, you have been given a spiritual gift. It's so important to discover how you're wired in Christ. It's so important because then you get to live into the way that God created you and designed you and desired you. And there's a completeness in doing that. The Holy Spirit has given you a gift. If you don't know what it is, we are very excited to share that this summer we are going to roll out, we're revamping our spiritual gifts class, and we will let you know when it's ready to go. But it's going to be a new, exciting way to discover mm. how God has wired you. If you've already taken the gift inventory, the spiritual gifts inventory, do it again. Yeah. Because I know mine has changed over time. Or the gifts that maybe were down have bubbled up because God needed certain gifts for certain times. Oh, we had somebody outside tell me they want to retake it. And it's interesting, too, how God will take, if you have more than gifts, one gift and utilize them together, like we both would have the leadership gift. But see, God uses that administrative side of her in the leadership and mine the faith side so that we're able to, most days, <laughs> most days dovetail, you know, not butt heads, because they were wired a little differently. And and that's, and that's a good thing. And that leads into the next part. There's several verses in that same letter that Paul wrote to the church at Corinth where Paul uses the, the human body as a metaphor for the body of Christ. Body of Christ being the believers, all y'all. That's body of Christ there, you know. And just as the human body is made up of different parts with different functions, likewise, we, the body of believers, different parts, different gifts. But all together, we make up one body body of Christ. And all the parts are different. Even if you have the same gift, you're different. Each one's unique. But, but all are necessary. All are needed. Just like the human body, Paul uh, writes, uh, the eye can't say to, to the hand, I don't need you. And, and, and the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. All are crucial. And if one part suffers, they all suffer. And if one part is honored, hello, they all rejoice with it. Yeah. Paul goes on by saying this. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now, eagerly desire the greater gifts. And so Paul shares that, that we are all part of the body of Christ, and as such, all of us and our gifts are not only important, but they are vital. Don't ever forget vital. You might think, oh, I'm not that important. Vital. Well, my gift is vital. 
Let me hear you say vital. Say, I am vital. Vital At home, means I can't life. hear. There, yeah, comes from that Latin thing yeah. for life, right? Vita or whatever it is. And so we are all vital. And, and none of the gifts that has listed is more important than any of the others. They're all crucial. In fact, he tells us to eagerly desire the greater gifts. You see that then, the greater gifts. And those are, he hasn't even listed so far. You've got to look at the end of the next chapter, which is chapter 13, often referred to as the love chapter. You know, the chapter we read at, at, at weddings all the time, love is, love is, love is. At the end of that chapter, he concludes by saying, these three remain, faith, hope, love. Those are the greater gifts, faith, hope, love. But the greatest of these is love. Of all the gifts, the one we have to override everything with is that gift of love in the body of Christ and beyond. So we all have talents. We all have abilities as believers. As believers, we're given a spiritual gift. So you, you might think, okay, is this a talent or is this a gift? What do I do? Don't get hung up on that. Just use them. Hello. Whatever God has given you, whatever God has, God has wired you, just use it. God wants us to use our talents, our gifts, our spiritual gifts, our abilities for the glory of God. To be a light, not only here, but out in the world. Edna, you use your gifts at our daily bread. You know, reaching, you know, those who need, they're hungry. And your administration. Literally You hungry. probably have the gift of administration, too. So, <laughs> anyway. But to build up. To, ident um, to build up others. It's so important to do that. We have this saying around here. It's an acronym. It's INAM. Can you tell me what INAM means? It's not about me. It's about building up one another to the glory of God. See, here's the thing. Now, no matter what it is that God has given you, talent, gift, ability, all the above. We need to ask God, how do you want me to use this for your glory and for the benefit of others? Give you an example about gifts and, and spiritual gifts and the talents and how it all works together. Um, let's say sports, th throwing a football. I don't think that's in the list of spiritual gifts. My Bible does not have, although some of those guys, man, it... It, it almost looks like, I mean, it's, it's beauty. And I'm thinking of a guy who used to be with Philadelphia, no longer there, Carson Wentz. Can, I mean, he's, get, he's got a, a talent for throwing a football. He made a lot of money for doing it. Now, he's a Christian, but, so I don't think that's his spiritual gift, but that ability has put him in a position. Given him a platform. Given him a platform so that, I mean, uh, do we have a picture? Is there a picture? Okay. Yeah. Just hours before kickoff, Eagles players met at their hotel pool for... He's getting... A guy off the team, hours before the game, is getting baptized thanks to Carson Wentz and some other believers on the team witnessing. So he's taken this ability and coupled it with the spiritual gift of, let's call it evangelism, or sharing the spirit, or 
whatever he used, whatever God gift he used. And so this guy's coming to Christ, and several people on that team did, as a result of these guys using that platform they were given and coupling it with their spiritual gifts. Isn't that just cool? And, and God allows us to do that too. You know, we have these gifts, we have these abilities, we have these talents. God, I don't, I don't need to know what's what. Just help me to use it. Help me to use it, to translate it, to touch lives for your glory and for the benefit of the body of Christ. In chapter 10 of the Gospel of Mark, the disciples, James and John, they're also known as the sons of Zebedee or the sons of thunder, they come to Jesus and they ask Jesus to do whatever they asked him to. Now, first of all, I can't even imagine going to Jesus and saying, I want you to do whatever I want you to do, but that, <laughs> that's what they did. And so Jesus says, well, what do you want me to do? And they said, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. Now they really got gutsy, didn't they? Yeah. Well, Jesus tells them that they don't know what they're asking and that they're not able to do what Jesus is being asked to do. <laughs> he also tells them that the place of honor, it's not for Jesus to grant. When the other disciples hear James and John talk to Jesus, like they get really ticked off about this. You can just imagine these guys, and they get indignant, and then check out what happens next. Jesus called them, the disciples together, and said, you know that those who are regarded as the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must <coughs> excuse me, be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hmm. So Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to serve, not be served. So as Christ followers, as Christians, as imitators of Christ, we're called to serve as well. Yeah. And you know, we've been given the tools, talents, abilities, spiritual gifts. So there's nothing holding us back except ourselves, right? Yeah. You know, this whole COVID thing has played a little havoc with serving. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Celebrate those who've continued to serve here, and you know, but we've been on kind of a, a, a lower serving mode here, a lot less... Call a for hiatus. It. You know, hiatus for, but again, some have, and we appreciate that. Kind of turned the world upside down, but the world's kind of flipping back up now, isn't it? Slowly, we're, gosh, we even see some faces this morning. So, starting to come back. I don't know what the new normal looks like, but we're starting to head that direction. And so, it's time to get back into servant mode. Amen? Amen. And if you've been in servant mode, praise the Lord. If you've been away from it, Let's think about this. The question of the day, where is God calling you to serve? Maybe it's exactly what you're doing. Praise the Lord. Maybe it's you've been doing something. God's calling you a new direction. Praise the Lord. Maybe you've been taking a little break. God's saying, hey, I need you. Praise the Lord. Whatever it is, 
Let's focus on where God is calling us to use our gifts, talents, and abilities for His glory and for the benefit of the body of Christ. Because remember this, each and every one of us is uniquely created. You know, we may share the same gift, but we have a different personality. We have a different uh, emotional uh, range. We have a different combination of, of gifts. We have different talents and abilities that tie in with those spiritual gifts. Each and every one of us, God has created unique and for a reason. And God wants us to use that for his glory and for the benefit of others. And so we would encourage you to do this. Pray about it. Pray about it. Talk about uh, Talk to each other. Talk to us about it. So, and right? also at the end of this service, Stephanie and Gary are in the back. And if you would like to just pray like, okay, Lord, what, what spiritual, what is it? How did you wire me? Where do you want to use back. me? Where do you want to use me? Or just help me discover it. Yep. Go back and um, Stephanie would love to pray with you, Stephanie and Gary. And we will be having that class coming up again, as yep. Gary said earlier. And so, you know, we're here for a lot of reasons, but one is to help you find that place God's calling you to serve, to use that fourth T, use your talent, your spiritual gift, your ability, and to use that as you draw ever closer to Christ, as you draw ever closer to being that person that God created you to be so long, long ago. Amen? Amen. That's the good news. Let's live it. Let's believe it. Let's pray. Most holy God, I, it's just cool to watch you in action. I just, it's just cool. I always love watching people use the gifts you've given, the talents, the abilities, and using them for your glory and for the, and for the benefit of others. Lord, I, I love to see when we use them together as, as you, as you kind of uh, take the various strands and and create a tapestry out of it, Lord, the, the different textures and colors and styles, and, and you bring it all together, Lord, into a, a, into a beautiful work of art, like you do here at Connection Church, Lord. I pray that, that we would be open to your leading, that we would seek your direction, Lord. How can we serve? How can we serve you? How can we serve others? Please, please guide us. Please open our hearts to your Holy Spirit, Lord. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we pray. All those here, home, wherever, said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life He offers.